Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Hey guys, welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles. I'm your host Marge and I'm here to help you take control of your high life. I'm really glad you're here listening. If this is the first time you're joining us, greetings. If you've been here for a while, you've been listening to a few episodes, I'm really glad that you're back and I hope you can take something away with you this week that you can try out in your own kitchen because that's what taking control of your high life is all about. And I've been making edibles for a while and it astounds me how often that very sentiment is proven true time and time again because I know what I'm putting in my edibles. I know exactly what I'm doing Well, I don't always know exactly what I'm doing, but I know what's going into what I'm making. And I usually use the best ingredients I can get my hands on. I'm in control of the dosing. I'm in control of how much I eat. And that's real power in your hands, people. That's real power in your hands. And we're here to harness that power. It's exciting, isn't it? Can't you feel it? Anyway, let's get into it. To this week's a little bit different because I am not actually recording in my home office like I normally do. I have a nice little home office that's right at the front of the house, so not always uh, great if I'm trying to record and someone's coming through the front door. So I have to time my recording sessions very strategically, if you will, for when people are least likely to be coming and going. But uh, it wasn't really a, a last minute decision, but it was a decision my husband and I made recently to, are you ready for this? Sell all our shit. Now, not exactly all of it but on our main floor we live in a two-story house and on our main floor we decided to just get rid of everything wholesale there was very little left that we didn't sell mostly kitchen kitchen gadgets and small appliances and that kind of thing obviously but all the furniture for the most part on the first floor gone gandhi yeah we sold it in an auction Everyone came to pick up their stuff last Saturday. And part of the rationale behind this was, in part, do we really need all this stuff? We had a lot of furniture. Sometimes it felt like our rooms were getting starting to feel a little cluttered. We were also trying to clean out some closets and some shelving in the garage and different places like that. It was a great time to get rid of that at the same time. Things we just weren't using or stuff that ends up in your closet. And you're like, why the hell am I still hanging on to this? I haven't knitted in like five years. Do I still need this this bag of yarn and knitting needles. Honestly, if I'm ever going to take up knitting again, I know exactly where the local knitting shop is. So I can always go and get some more if I'm so inclined. It's not a big deal. It's only stuff. Now, part of the rationale, and this is how my husband sold me on it though, is that he was kind of wanting a new couch. And to set the stage, just picture a living room in which sat a forest green leather couch. It was a large three-seater, not that comfortable and about 30 years old. And this was the couch that was at my parents' house pretty much all throughout my teen years and beyond. And my dad got rid of it a couple years ago and we graciously took it off his hands because it replaced yet another older, probably uglier couch 
we even had what was affectionately called the ugly couch collection for a number of years. Some of those couches in that collection lasted longer than others. Several of those couches have been picked up off the side of the road by my husband with his enterprising eye and thought, hey, this house looks fancy. It's in a fancy neighborhood. That was pretty decent criteria for picking up couches. So we've run the gamut of all kinds of, of couches in our house. But you know what we've never had? We've never had a new couch in my entire life. I've never owned a new couch. So he said, what if we auction off all our stuff and then we can use some of the money to go and get some new stuff? And my husband's been going to a lot of auctions lately. It's been sort of something he's been getting into, buying and selling through auctions. And he sees all kinds of nice furniture all the time. So that was how he sold me on it. What we did do is go out and buy a brand new couch on Black Friday. Uh, We're very happy with it. We have since gotten it. And we bought some new bar stools for the kitchen. And other than that, that pretty much blew our whole budget. Because it turns out, guys, when you're auctioning your shit off, a lot of it's worth absolutely nothing to other people. And you can see pieces of furniture you've been using day in and day out go out the door for a pittance. And of course, some of the other random items like candle holders from 15 years ago and old cookbooks were going for more money than my desk did. But anyway... This is all a long way of saying that we sold our stuff. I don't have a home office anymore. So if the acoustics are a little off on this, I apologize. I hope to replace the office furniture sometime in the new year, probably. So that's just something interesting that we did recently. And I don't really regret it, actually. Like, we have a lot less stuff in our house right now and maybe a little less seating than we normally would. But to be honest, it feels really freeing. I don't have my home office. I'm recording this sitting cross-legged. And just talking to you guys. But that's my story of the week of what I've been up to. Because that was a pretty big job in the end. But it was kind of fun at the same time. And it was sort of an interesting social experiment as well. Because a lot of people who came to our front door to pick up their auction items. Assumed that we were moving. And were rather surprised to hear that we were just getting rid of stuff. We weren't moving at all. We were just going to have a lot less stuff for a while. This week's recipe that I'm pretty excited about is a beverage. And my inspiration from this comes from Vitamix. Thanks, Vitamix. Wish you were a sponsor or something. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I don't need sponsors. But Vitamix sends me emails because I'm on their email list. And actually, a lot of their emails I don't mind looking at because they have interesting recipes that I actually try out from time to time. This week's was called the Cranberry Refresher. And it's actually as tasty as it sounds. So it's called Whole Fruit Cranberry Refresher. Now that I'm actually on the appropriate web page. And I can send a link for you guys to look at this uh, in the show notes that will be in the app that you're using to listen to this or on the web page. The Whole Fruit Cranberry Refresher is a pretty simple uh, cocktail. It looks like a cocktail because they have a really nice cocktail glass. When I tried it myself at home, I did not have a fancy glass to put it in, but it still tasted delicious nonetheless. But it would be a nice holiday cocktail. But the nice thing about this one, if you're going to infuse it, as you know we will be, is that it's non-alcoholic. So if you have people that don't want to drink, but might not be adverse to an infused cocktail, or infused mocktail, if you will, I guess. I kind of hate that word, though, but infused beverage. This is a fantastic one, because then you don't also have to worry about the combination of alcohol 
and the infusion together. The, all that's in it is water, oranges, lime, lemon, fresh ginger, honey, frozen cranberries, and ice. Now that sounds like a lot. Don't worry, I'll put all this somewhere where you can get it. Uh, so you don't have to remember it or scramble for a pen while you're trying to drive down the freeway or something like that. Please don't do that. But basically you throw all those ingredients together and it's, it is really, it's a little tartar, obviously, with all the fresh lemon, lime, and orange and the cranberry. I used cranberries that I think had been in my freezer since last Christmas probably, but they didn't look freezer burnt and it did the trick quite nicely. And what you're going to do is swap out the honey for your infused honey. So I made an infused honey again the other day because I thought I already had some. Go to reach in my cupboard and there's not any there. Horror of horrors. I'm so prepared most of the time. It was awful. So I had to start with an infusion of honey. But fortunately, honey is pretty easy to infuse. And I made a double batch this time because I figured I'd be trying this out and it might lend itself well to other holiday holiday treats and drinks. So basically I just swapped out the quarter cup of honey for my infused honey and I made the recipe a little smaller because it served five and I was just going to be serving it to myself so I just made it for myself. I actually did enjoy two servings. I figured it wasn't too bad for me. It's whole fruit that you're putting in the blender and of course you can make this in any blender. I do have a Vitamix. I do love my Vitamix. I think they're totally worth the money but I'm assuming that most most blenders would this would work in pretty much any blender so you just throw everything in the blender it's whole fruit so you're getting all the fiber nutrients from the from the fruit and it really was tasty and refreshing and let me tell you I made my honey a little stronger than I did last time and shit it knocked me on my ass in fact just to see just to test it out I made one two nights in a row so I had one last night and the night before. Both nights, it was very effective. I probably could have made it a little less medicated just because it was. It did end up being fairly potent and that was pretty much my fault because I doubled how much how much crystal I put in my in my infusion this time because the, the honey infusion does call for MCT oil and a crystal as opposed to whole flour. If you go back to the episode on infusing honey, it'll all be there, but... It was pretty potent. I don't know if it's because I'm drinking it that it came out as more potent, although it still took probably upwards of an hour for it to kick in. But it really did work and it was tasty. It was something the second night in particular, I sipped on it for a little bit, quite a while, and it was it was delicious. And just so you know, as speaking of posting recipes. I am still working on the website. It is happening. It's in motion. It's probably not going to happen before Christmas, but it is happening. And once that's live, you guys will be able to get things like these recipes and stuff all in one place just to keep it simple. And I think that'll help all of us because I also like to have a simple place to put all the recipes that I've tried that I think are easy and simple to do and effective. And this one definitely falls under that category. Now, like I said, I didn't create this myself, but I did add the infused honey to make it our own. But that's the great thing about infusions is that they can you can often take your favorite recipe and swap out that honey, swap out the oil, swap out the coconut or the butter or whatever for your infusion. And voila, that's the one great thing about having a few different infusions under your belt in your cupboard ready to go 
when you're thinking of it because then you're ready for anything. When you get that random Vitamix email in your inbox and you're like, hey, I want to try that and bam, you got everything. It's a good day. I did have to go and actually infuse the honey. However, I was almost there. It was still a good day. Ended up being a very good day after I drank it too. So no complaints here by any means. Now, the next thing I want to bring up was a really great question from Jason. Jason, if you're listening, thanks for the question. It was really good and something I don't think of myself for the reasons you're going to find out. Jason, who hails from New Jersey in the USA, says, I have kids. They are food stealers. Is there a bag I can put in the freezer for my fat bombs that make it hard for kids to get into? I love so many things about this question. One, I too have kids. But this is something that never really crossed my mind because my kids are older. They're not stealing stuff from me. If they want a cookie, they'll just ask or I'll just give them one. And they're also not at the age where they're like surly teenagers where they're stealing my shit. I've already done all that stuff with them. So they're far beyond those days too, thank God. But it turns out in this case, Jason has young children. Young enough to, you want to be worried about them getting into your stash because they're young, but they're also old enough to probably get into something if they weren't really aware of what it was. And if they were to eat it inadvertently, it would probably not be good. The food stealers thing becomes almost more of a safety issue. Now, if you have older kids too, uh, the food stealer idea turns into a whole other tug of war that you might be having with the teenager in your house. But that's where you can get clever. Now, I wasn't really aware of any kind of freezer bag. that you could put. And the other thing I liked about his email too was he mentioned the fat bombs, which I was guessing was the ones he made from the show that I had posted. Delicious, but do have to be kept in the freezer. Otherwise, they'll be a puddle of goo on your countertop in no time. So I looked around, I again, because I, my kids aren't of that age, I didn't really know offhand of anything that would be appropriate. I did find some sites that had, actually the one site I posted in the Green Christmas show notes about the uh, compostable stay fresh bags had some, but you had to buy them in like packages of 100 And I think what Jason was more looking for was something that would be reusable, which would make sense because if you're just looking to store something, you don't need one-time use stuff. So I did some other looking around because the quantity obviously isn't very practical. I did find something of all places, the magicalbutter.com. So Magical Butter Machine, you've heard me talk about it before, is sort of branching out to some other items. They have like silicone trays, filters and stuff like that. But what they also have... They call them 21 up small exit bags. Uh, Oh, they have 21 up large exit bags. They come in five packs. And basically they're like a Ziploc bag with some kind of childproof tamper zipper on it that would make it hard for kids to get into. I think this is exactly what you want for what you're looking to, to stash away. Of course, if you have the large or the small size, either would great. And they are, the small ones are $9.95 and the large ones $11.95. And again, those are five pack for each. So I think that's exactly what he's looking for. It's a reasonable quantity. You've got two different sizes. The price is the price is affordable. So I would suggest heading over to magicalbutter.com. 
I am working on getting an affiliate link for you guys for Magical Butter, but that hasn't come through yet. And you may think, well, why would I want to do that? Well, I think I can get 20% off for you guys. But in the meanwhile, if you can't wait, I'm still working on that. In the meanwhile, I haven't tried these myself. So if any of you do try it out and let me know what you think of them. So I hope that helps out. Now, in the meanwhile, what if you have the same issue where you decide you want to order these bags off MagicalButter.com, but you realize they're not going to arrive for a week? You can always hide your stash in a bag inside an empty frozen broccoli bag. A lot of those Ziploc frozen vegetable bags. I mean, what kid is going to look in there? If anything, they're looking for the sweets or the pizza pockets or I don't know, whatever else people keep in their freezer. They're definitely not looking for snacks in the broccoli bag. So that can apply to older kids too. They can get pretty savvy though if they see you going into your fridge and getting out the broccoli bags. You have to be a little more obviously on the DL. Anybody who has older or teenagers will know. I mean, I have this, I can recall the first time I pulled that vodka bottle out of the freezer found it only to find it frozen other parents out there probably know what I'm talking about kids do get very savvy the frozen broccoli bag I think is a great great place to hide it because they're never going to look and just having some good stashes the other thing I could recommend actually as far as stash go if you're worried about kids especially older kids because like I said they can get pretty cunning what my husband and I did not long after we found the frozen bottle of vodka in our freezer is we put a lock on our door, a keypad lock on our door. Because we realized if they were stealing alcohol from us, then it probably wouldn't be the last time. And this really eliminated any of the hassle of having to drink watered down whiskey or just the nuisance of, you know, having the kids steal your shit and then having to worry about where they're taking this stuff to drink themselves silly. And when we had, uh, you know, cannabis in the house or anything else we didn't want them to get into because kids love to get into shit, you could just put it behind closed doors and you didn't really have to worry about it. That would be another recommendation too. So keep your stuff on lockdown if you have older kids. And if you have younger kids, hide it in the broccoli bag and you, once you get your your tamper-proof Ziplocs, you can throw it in there as well. So that even if they do find your undercover stash, they still have to get in to the, t- the tamper-proof bag. So I hope that helps for you guys this week. Uh, as always, if you want to shoot me an email about anything under the sun, bite me podcast at fastmail.com is the place to do it. And I love to hear questions from listeners or stories or whatever you want, want to share with me. I'm all ears. I am also found on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and Twitter and all those places, either at Bite Me Podcast or at Host Marge, depending on the platform. I can't, it's hard to keep them all straight sometimes. I hope you guys have a great week. We're getting closer to Christmas. I hope everyone's getting prepared and making some recipes. And if you try out the cranberry refresher, let me know what you think. And I'm just going to close this out with eating a cookie, a well deserved cookie after a long day. It seems pretty fitting. I love chatting with you guys. And until next week, happy baking, happy cooking, you guys.